Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams, overcome our fears and doubts, and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Well, we decided to talk about a topic that is controversial, uh, mysterious, difficult to describe, and it's something that you and I both have been exploring and more open to in the last few years in our life than probably ever before uh, since we've been on this journey of personal growth and development. From my own experiences, it's called me to go within and to draw strength from places I never knew existed. And the topic is G-O-D. Or that which has many names, Mm -hmm. uh, the source, the universe, Allah, Buddha. There's many other names that I don't even know about. I'm always hearing new names of that experience of God. It's a mystery to me. However, I do believe that I have a relationship and a connection to a source of great power that I was never aware of before, that I now, looking back, I think has been with me all my life. And I've always been a seeker, definitely, and I've sought many different paths, uh, many that I found roadblocks or dead ends to, so I sought in other directions. And I finally have come to something that feels comfortable and is working for me Um, and it continues to grow and expand and shift and change and evolve and that is exciting to me and that is one reason I continue to seek and I don't believe there is one answer or one way or one path I believe we all have a journey and we have different vehicles to you know ride on that journey I happen to like jumping off one and getting on another that's kind of what we're talking about today is exploring that power and that connection. And I, I know for myself, being raised in North America, where the predominant religion is Christianity and a Western God, for many years, even though I sought different things, I've never been really able to uh, subscribe to one faith and believe that there is one way. Because I, I have such respect for many different ways and I believe that there's validity in all religions and I believe if religions would focus on all the things they have in common instead of all the differences and wanting to be right and make other people wrong there wouldn't be wars and so with that I will ask you your thoughts on the topic yeah religion is kind of a hot topic because most religions have kind of a, a righteousness about them where they want to be the only one <clears throat> that's that's right, that no other way could possibly be the right way. 
And I think that has really been a problem for religion for a long, long time, is that I don't think there's only one way, and it seems like there's a lot of good to a lot of different religions, and, you know, I mean, not even just the big ones, you know, but even within Christianity, there are so many different, you know, slants on that, and they all want to be the only way, you know, that I think has caused a lot of people to turn away, mm. because it, it's it's so exclusive, it it, mm. does, it doesn't feel like you know, a loving embrace, and it doesn't feel like, you know, the essence that you would get from God, or from the universe, or, or whatever. Intuitively, inside your body, you, you're revolted by that, because you just think that's, that doesn't fit with what's being taught. And I think that that has turned a lot of people off from religion. And if they were able to, you know, focus on what they do have in common, and inclusiveness... And they would bind together. I think you'd see a much more powerful outcome. So I was out on a walk the other day, and I was doing one of my walking meditations, and I was just thinking about the universe and you know maybe the the presence of a higher power, God, and all that. And I was thinking about the stars and the galaxies, and and how that might be related to you know, creation and how we all are. And and suddenly this idea occurred to me of the stars, and I thought, well, what if we're all stars? What if, you know, every one of us is, is a star and we're just temporarily here on the earth having a human experience, and then when we're done, we're going to go back up into the heavens and continue to live as, you know, these super powerful energy beings that are holding the universe together as as powerful stars. Mm. And I thought, well, that's kind of a cool thing. That would be interesting. And, and you know, a lot of religions and, and people talk about how powerful we truly are and, and you know, we're just here having a human experience. And, and if we knew, actually, how great we were, we would, wouldn't live in fear and doubt. We would just move and, and live in faith. You know, if if it's true that we're all celestial bodies or stars that are here on Earth temporarily, then, you know, there's nothing to fear. There's nothing to worry about. I mean, this, this is all temporary anyways, and it's just here to, you know, so that we can experience some things that we've never experienced before. Or I've also heard that this is our illusion, that this is not even real which is really hard to wrap my head around. However, I know people who believe that. Yeah, maybe that could be true that this is not real, that it's a kind of a temporary existence of uh, a physical plane that is put together such that souls and energy beings have, have a place to connect and learn and experience in a way that they couldn't do it any other way. And that would make it somewhat artificial. <laughs> Let's go back to what you said about having no fear. There are some times in my life that I have had no fear. Most of my life I've had fear. I would say that the times in my life where I've experienced no fear or less fear or 
being able to feel the fear and do it anyway have been when I was a child, a young child, that probably comes from not having experience. Or perhaps being closer to God. Well, they mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they say that. And then, I mean, the last few years as I've, you know, sought a closer connection um, to love, which is what I call God, love, uh, because I have experienced living in fear or living in love in the past few years of my growth and development and it's a lot easier to live in love and it's very uncomfortable to live in fear and the best way I have found to stay in that place of love is to stay as present as I can in the now and because when I separate from that and I start future tripping or lamenting the past or regretting the past. I either have regret or I have fear. I really don't know what the future holds. I do believe it's good. I've always believed that. I've always believed that life is good and that I have a good life and I will have a good life and so far I have. That doesn't mean I haven't had trials and tribulations that I haven't had obstacles, you know, to overcome. Yeah, I think that there are times when you can kind of feel the love of the universe. I think that they're really, I think it pervades everything that's around us. I know sometimes when I'm in a meditation or I'm in a walk, mm. a place in nature, mm. uh, I just feel this overwhelming sense of peace and love. I find just it in over, nature. It, it just kind of overwhelms me, and then I know that, you know, the universe is love, that I'm here to, you know, have a beautiful experience and to love and be loved and to do good things for myself and for others. And I think we can we can feel that if we take the time to just let it in. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, living in love and living in faith and... And we're completely absence of fear at that point in time. And, you know, fear is mainly things that we perceive. Well, so, manufacture. Yeah, so little of fear is actual danger. Right. And so much of it is perceptions. But we still go there sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And it's that's what's so hard because that's what stops us from really moving forward and and believing in absolutely fear stops most people and kills most dreams and causes more pain and suffering in this world than anything else mm -hmm. it's the fear of death fear of you know being unlovable fear of poverty fear, fear of, of failure fear of success yeah it just it goes on and on I mean, if you're a fearful person, there's always something out there that you can choose to fear. However, it's a pretty pitiful existence, I think, for the people that I know that choose to live in fear. It doesn't seem like a very wonderful way to live. It seems like a very a small way. Well, I think sometimes people can not even realize that they're in fear. 
No, I'm sure that's I, true. I think they can be blind to it. They can uh, be in denial that they're afraid. They may just be walking in the world not even knowing how afraid they are. Well, they may think it's like a normal way to live because so much of what we see and hear around us is so fear-based. TV, music, all of the messages we get. Advertising. You know, even from politicians is so fear-based. Yeah. You know, they're constantly driving yeah. fear home. And, to and control. So, to control. Well, true, and then you feel like that fear is the natural way of things because of that, and I think that is so... Uh, wrong, and it's such a terrible thing that we've created in this world that we have uh, allowed so much of what we do and what we experience to be driven by fear. And it's become institutionalized. Our great institutions, you know, our corporations, our governments, our music, and our entertainment has all just evolved to be so fear based that it's not helpful. And that seems to be what sells. I mean, it's not all that way. Not all music is like that. Not all entertainment is that way. However, it doesn't seem to be the prevalent, most popular music or entertainment. <laughs> well, it's certainly gotten popular more recently. It seems like things are going more so that way. Mm. As we see more and more examples of things that are fear-based. I mean, how many... I mean, when you look at the TV shows that are out there today, how many of them are cop dramas and and mafia things? And just, it's terrible how almost everything now is just has such terrible images. Mm -hmm. And Very, it, very graphic. It's very graphic. It's very negative. Mm. It's not, it's not a, a good example for our society. It, 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 and I think it's driving the society more so in that direction. And yeah, they can say it's a reflection of society. Great. But if it is a reflection of society, why do we have to magnify it by showing it to a society that's already driven by it? It just makes it even more polarized and even, and even worse. I mean, it seems like if we knew what we were doing, we would be counteracting that tendency by coming up with more media... That would take us the other direction. I have found I have to really seek that out. I have to seek out positive, uplifting, inspirational kinds of media, mes messages, music. It doesn't seem to be the norm. It doesn't seem to be mainstream. So, you know, the more positive things are out there, and I hope they're becoming more popular. And I think people are looking for that. Uh, I think that they are, and they, they're going about it in in different ways than they have in the past. The you know the major media and news and organizations are all kind of breaking down a bit because of you know social media and the internet. There are so many ways of people to get news inf information. They can they can find what they want. They don't have to just sit back and wait for it to come to them. Yeah. They can seek it out. And it doesn't. And it, it's not as filtered or censored because there's so much information out there. There's so many people doing really wonderful, good, positive work in the world. And I want to hear about that good news. I do too. I want to hear more about that and less of the drama for drama's sake and crime for the sense of shock and 
just getting people worked up. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would love to see more great positive representations of what's going on in this world to give us all hope and to give us heroes and role models of people who are out there doing uh, something good versus people who are just being rude and disgusting and, and setting a bad example, and people somehow look up to that. So that's just so sad. I mean, you know, things like the Kardashians and, the you know, so many of the reality shows that are out there, they're just such poor examples of stuff. And for people to see that and idolize it is just such a poor example of what is going on in our society. I would like to see us have shows and heroes that are out there doing great things. You know, they're they're uh, curing cancer. They're finding ways of creating more fresh water in the world. They're fighting global warming. They are feeding the hungry. You know, what, whatever it may be. I mean, people can get excited about good things, too. People don't just get excited about negative things. However, that's pretty much all we see. I mean, occasionally there's a feel-good article out there, but for the most part, they're just reporting on the negative. Sucks a lot of hope out. Yeah. So, do we have any final thoughts on the universe and God that we want to share with our listeners before we sign off? It's a great mystery to me. It always will be. One thing that does keep me interested and um, in a seeker's mind and an open mind is the knowledge that I can always grow and expand and learn, you know, that I will never have all the answers. I hope, I hope not. Mm -hmm. If I ever get to the point where I know everything, then I'll be closing my mind. Anything new, I'll just feel like I have arrived and I know everything and there's nothing more to learn. So I hope that I will always keep my mind open and that I will remain teachable. And uh, with that mindset, I will continue to grow and evolve mm-hmm. and expand. What did I write about the beginner's mind versus the expert's mind? The beginner's mind is, is open and there's many possibilities and anything is possible in the beginner's mind. And with the expert's mind, there's, there's no, nothing more to learn. Because right. you're an expert, you're a master. So we can it. imagine our higher power in a new way and not assume that we already know all there is to know and that the people that are out there proclaiming to know are not <clears throat> necessarily experts at it and that you know there's so much more to learn and to uh, be open to learning more and not allowing religion or any institution to tell you how to think or how to feel or how or who your higher power can and should be or a lack of because i I gotta include the atheist in this you know what about the atheist and the agnostics well they're good people as well and they they live by their own code as long as they're out there doing great things in the world then uh, more power to them so i guess that's our show for the day, and uh, we just kind of had some ponderings about higher powers, and we thought we'd share it with our listeners, and we're so happy that you joined us on the Program Your Life podcast, and we'll see you again very soon. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. We 
you can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.